Hi guys, Olivia McLean here, and you are listening to the Focus Richmond and Central Virginia podcast. If you have been listening these past few weeks, or if you are just now tuning in for the first time, we are delighted to have you here. Currently, we are coming to the end of our Advent series, where we are doing a deep dive into songs that are probably familiar, but you may or may not have ever given a second thought to. Today, we will be exploring the classic Joy to the World and seeing how it gives us a better glimpse into the promises that God has made to us as his children and how they have been fulfilled in the past and will be fulfilled in the future. Take a second and think about when you have heard the song Joy to the World. Maybe you've heard it on the radio starting around Thanksgiving, or maybe you've heard it sung in caroling with friends and neighbors. Have you ever heard it as part of a Christmas season service? At what point in the service was it played? I grew up in Richmond and went to collegiate, like many of you guys, maybe. Every winter, we would do what we called pageant, which was a classic Christmas service. It was incredibly beautiful and never failed to put me in the holiday spirit. Joy to the World was our very last song that we would sing. It would correspond to the lights turning on in the sanctuary following a very somber but beautiful silent night and it marked a time of rejoicing. Everyone would file out. It was a bridge back to our lives and left everyone in an upbeat, feel-good, hopeful mood. Joy to the World is played at the end of services for a reason. On first glance, it seems as though the song is talking about the birth of Jesus, because, of course, it is. That is what this season is all about. We have waited for a Savior, and a Savior has come to make all things right. But Joy to the World is talking about a lot more than that, and I'm hoping, after hearing my explanation, that you walk away with a new sense of restoration and hopefulness each time you hear this song. Our first hint that there is more to this song is in the first verse. Listen carefully. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing. Did you catch it? The Lord has come, and yet every heart still needs to prepare room. But the Lord has come. Why are we still preparing an expectation of a king? It is a common misconception that this song is just about the birth of baby Jesus lying in a manger on Christmas morning. And it is, but it isn't. In many ways, joy to the world is pointing to a time when Christ will return to earth and make all things right again. We know that Jesus has come once, died for our sins, and saved humanity from sin and eternal death. We also know that he will return and fix all the things that are broken in the world. This song is pointing towards that. Joy to the world is reminding us that there is a time in the future where Jesus will return and restore his creation. Let's look at the next three verses that paint a picture of what we can expect. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow. 
far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders, wonders of his love. The author of the song, Isaac Watts, based the lyrics off scripture, Psalm 98, Luke 2, Isaiah 35. If you're curious, I'd encourage you to read all of those scriptures at some point this Advent season. Psalm 98 is a personal favorite of mine. It is a song of jubilation, and it celebrates a miracle that has happened. I will read it for you here. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. What the psalm and joy to the world is describing has not happened yet. We know this. There is still sorrow, hurt, pain, illness, and natural disaster in the world. 2020 is a prime example of the ways that our world is not perfect, but maybe you knew that even before this past year. Maybe previous years have been hard. Maybe you've lost a loved one, or you had a falling out with a friend, or your family has dealt with illness or financial hardship or divorce. From a young age, we understand that life is hard and the world is not perfect. In this way, we are living in what you might hear referred to as the already and not yet. Jesus has already come, and we know that we have been saved from an eternity of death. That in and of itself is cause for celebration. But it is not yet perfect. Trash is on the side of the road. It is hard to love your siblings. People lose their jobs and can't pay their bills. Pandemics happen. God has made us a promise that he will return. And like the psalm says, he has remembered his love and his faithfulness to Israel. Our yearly Advent season is a small taste of the larger waiting period that we are experiencing. One day of celebration, Christmas morning, is foreshadowing a much larger and much more jubilant period of celebration that will last forever when Christ returns. The rivers will clap their hands and the mountains will sing together for joy. When you sing joy to the world in your car, listening to the radio, or with friends while you are caroling or in a service this Christmas, you are singing for the redemption and restoration of the entire world. You are rejoicing for a time when the Savior reigns and fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy.
Everything, human beings and creation, will be in harmony together, worshiping the Savior. And we can put our hopes in that. Christ comes to make his blessings flow. That is very good news for all. Yeah.